about Hello. Hey, y'all. What up? What up? You so late. <laughs> you should be going with my class. You're doing too much. Come on, man. Jesus is Come my on. doctor. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, you know how Ray feel about us being Baptist. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to another episode, episode eight of the British Chronicles. Hey, Michi. Yeah, podcast. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. With your host, Britt and Tish. Put it together, and that makes British. So, today, we are late, and we're sorry. Sorry. It's snowing outside, so I have a whole attitude about it. She does. I do. For real. But in other news, bruh, the dude that killed George Floyd. Yes! But the only downside, I think, to that is, I feel like he ain't gonna do no time. You can be guilty all day long, but you may not do no time. That's a win for us. Take it where we can, y'all. Take it where you can. Charmaine said it's her fault. It's not your no, fault, Charmaine. Boy. We both was on a mission today. It was it was more money out there. It was more money out there today for both yeah, of we us. We had to make It's not yeah. your fault. I got here at <laughs> seven fifty. <laughs> yeah, I was just finished making KJ a sandwich, but she's saying it's her fault because you know I was at the restaurant too. So. so I, you know what? It is the charges, though. We gotta take we gotta take a win where we can I'm get saying. a win. I'm, I agree. I'm I just feel like he's part. not gonna do no time. I, that part I do not agree with. That that bothers me. But you know, like you said, we gotta take what we can get. But you know, I'm like super happy because a lot of times we watch those verdicts. Sandra Bland, um, what you gonna call it? I watched his whole trial and I ain't watched another trial since. Um, oh. Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing and I just couldn't watch any other. But you sit there and you're like, and each time they say, oh, not guilty, but this time we got a guilty. So I was actually excited and mm-hmm. I almost shed a tear about that because I was like, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what the surprisingly that I heard, and you know, it's always some he say, she say behind some stuff. That he actually knew George Floyd. They had yeah, worked at the that. club together. And so that made it even more personal than we thought it was. Like he knew him from the club from around the way, basically. And yeah. so he kind of got revenge yeah. that well, I'm telling you, them trials and stuff will bring out some other stuff. I just feel like yeah. had it been the went the other way, um, they would have burned down Minnesota. And it would have been a whole lot of rioting in the snow. Today it was snowing up first. Week. It's snowing here, but I'm talking about here and everywhere else. Oh, it would have ride it again, or they would oh, ride it yeah, again. Yeah, I believe people would have been tearing up some stuff. Okay, so today's treat is we're going to do ask Uncle Ray. So we got a lot of people that be asking, "Who's that dude on there with y'all? Where he come from?" <laughs> <laughs> He be spitting facts. I mean, people say a lot of stuff. Not, I really haven't heard any bad things, but people are inquiring about who is Uncle Ray. So, hold on, hold on, before you do that. Today, drink is. You said, you, you've heard one bad thing? That does not count. I'm just so saying, I'm, I'm, I was waiting on his view, but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> 
<laughs> what um today's today's drink for me is um punch I made for my birthday. So I had a, a game night and I hope you all saw our picture where uh Ray Bud and Tish we were all together that night too. And I made this punch. People love the punch all the time and the punch has like five different liquors in there with some juice and some triple sec and some uh, regular juice. All kind of stuff. And it's still a whole like thing left, half a thing left over. So I'm going to be drinking it until it's gone because it's expensive somewhat to make by yourself. And it's pretty good. So with a splash of Sprite because it was a little strong. But everybody loved it. Yes, I actually do like that punch. Um, it was good. But today... I you said am, it was good, right? But yeah, it needs some ice though. It was, was strong. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Good, so imagine it being a few days. Plus, y'all know me, and my cuts. Boss Brittany. Dope. It's real dope. I'm drinking CBD lemonade today in honor of in honor of 420. 420. I don't smoke. I don't either. So, you know, I have a friend that has a vegan food truck. Honestly, it's the black only. I was going to say the only black owned vegan food truck in Indianapolis, but it's actually the only vegan food truck in Indianapolis. Oh, that's what's up. So they're called Black Leaf Vegan. And even some people who are not vegan um, are like really, really, really liking their burgers and their food and stuff. I'm going to have to come try yeah, but today for 420, they had a hemp burger and CBD lemonade um, for a sale. And so I got me some lemonade. Well, since she plugged good. her part time, I got to plug my part time. Oh, I okay. work at Public House, which is why another reason why we were both late because, like we said, it's money upstairs. And so we work part time at restaurants. And so I was at Public House 4002. North Boulevard. Come see us. We also do Charmaine's Gourmet Corn, seafood, uh, pasta, and all that stuff. So come by and see us. We don't only do podcasts. We also work part-time. And, but you know what? In that, it's not even really for me working part-time. We also have to plug your word, like supporting friends. That is, this is our, there are friends' true. businesses. That's true. We're like supporting a vision. And so... Agree. Like that's from day one, visions. Yeah. I agree. That's kind of what it is. Um, but yeah. So ask Uncle Ray. We got Ray Bud here from the beginning of the show today. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to put them in the comments. You can send um us an inbox if you don't want to say it out loud or you don't want your name attached to the you know to the question and we'll put it up on the screen for Ray Bud to answer um some of these questions can also lead into conversations and stuff like that so we welcome you know we don't have a strategic this is what we're talking about today we're just asking questions to get a male perspective on things or even if you have questions about this guy that you've seen on all well, not all, seven of our eight podcast episodes right. so um here we go so the first question that we got yesterday was how old are you i'm 33 i actually turned uh 34 may 5th oh, oh you a single day my baby 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.
you know what I mean, looking good and that jealousy, that female trait comes out. So I can see that being very possible because it's a lot of dudes I can say it's probably been like that. So I guess, I my, answer, I guess my, my answer to that is yes and no. <laughs> okay, because I mean, I... Tread lightly. I have seen some guys and, and, and like you said, that's kind of like a boy mentality. So you wouldn't consider that guy a man who is like, okay, this woman is out of my league because she has this, 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 and this. Basically, she has her, all of her stuff. She has her own whatever, everything. She doesn't really need any help. A man to her would compliment, not pretty much help. And so the men necessarily not not necessarily um no nah, i will say they pretty much either won't talk to the girl to the lady because they're like okay if i gotta step to her i gotta have myself together well that but then i'm me, also i'm sorry that's that's a that's when you i don't want you i don't want to forget what you were saying but you were saying something along the lines of uh God, what did you just say? God, you just said something. I, oh, I can't believe I forgot what you said. <laughs> About you a lady something. having her own? Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah. what? Like, let, let's bring that back up because we had a conversation. I had went out with... The third time I had asked him, we were at dinner. I said, what do you want in five years? And he stumbled. And I was like, why are you stumbling? But I tried to give him a chance to bounce back. He was like, I didn't want to answer wrong. But like, how are you going to answer wrong? Because you're a star. I remember what you said now. Tish, you said something about the man complimenting the woman. Is that something kind of like what you said? As far as like the woman having her own and the man like complimenting that? Is that what you was kind of saying? You used the word compliment. You hmm. I guess they're having technical difficulties. I don't know where what's going on with them. Somehow they lost signal. But yeah, I just feel um I don't know if we still alive, I still we still alive. But I still feel like I don't feel like women. This is weird. Let me see what's going on with them.
Hey y'all, sorry. Technical difficulties. Sorry y'all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My internet is acting up. I'm gonna boost my. I boosted it before. I guess I need to boost it one more time. Sorry, y'all. Raybud, I think I'm sure he'll be back on in just a second. Why you send me? Okay, just getting back up. Make me fire. So, um, as I was saying, I was dating a guy. I'm just like Raybud heard this before. I was dating or talking to a. I wasn't dating. I was associating with a guy. And I asked him about, because I don't know where we left off at. I, I had asked him about his five-year plan. And he stumbled and he didn't know what to say. Or he didn't want to give me the wrong answer. And I was like, how you going to have a wrong answer for your five-year plan, for your life? Because he's a terrible one. After you start dating him anyway. I said, you wanted me to ask you after I dated, started dating you or talking to you? I said, oh, no, that's crazy. So that's obviously, a lot of women have a standard like that where they don't even want to know what a man has in five years. Because right now in this society, as long as you look like you have some money right now, a female is going to go and ask questions later. That's how most of them are. So most dudes feel like, okay, as long as I have some money, I look like I have that or look like I have myself together. A woman's not going to ask no question. Most women don't really have those types of standards. If you took 10 guys and asked them, how many women asked them what you asked that man? Most of those men would say no. But most men would probably ask a woman that question. But most women don't ask men those types of questions. And that's crazy. And that's what he told me too. He said, I feel like it's a waste of time to answer that and we not together. I said, so you want me to follow you said, and you don't even know where you going? I said, oh, that sounds crazy. That's and then he said it. He and you know what? He said it at the date. He's, he, he said it too. He, short ride. he was like, I really messed up bad. But I was trying to get out of him. I was like, why do you feel like it was going to be a wrong answer? I kept trying to ask him questions to get him to tell me why he thought he was going to have a right answer, a wrong answer, or he couldn't hear, or or he couldn't understand, or why he had the thought he had to lie. I'm like, I'm trying to understand why you just wouldn't tell me where where you feel like you're going because he has his like own cleaning business or whatever but yeah well he was he was right he wanted i, it I asked day. my husband because when i got my master's i knew that i was eventually gonna be making more money with him than him. And i'm like does that make you feel any less of a man or anything and he's just like no, you got money. I got money. So right. go. your money is my money. Right. So I mean, right. I don't really. I agree with it. I, I mean, if you are meeting a woman that has her own, I would feel like that's like, uh, oh my god, that's a Let getter. Like that's mm-hmm. a getter. That's somebody I want. That's somebody I desire. But the thing I is, as a man, that's not a man because that's not a man's place originally. If you want to thinking to that aspect of it a man is supposed to be the one who's stable and doing good and you know i mean the one with the money the woman is supposed to compliment that that's how most men feel most men feel like the right woman compliments his situation but how society is starting to go now the right man compliments a woman's situation compliments her situation and roles are getting reversed so you get a lot of women that want these old school men, but these men, they not built like how these dudes used to be built. These dudes nowadays in this generation are very, very different. They have a lot more emotional type than I've ever seen in my life. Like, 
it is. It is a lot. It is a lot of brothers that have just sheer emotional, just madness about them. Like one guy in particular, I can say I just recently met, was cool the whole time. All to find out the whole time his brother was talking to me, his emotions was hiding behind his conversation. Hated on you. Whole time he didn't even like me. Didn't like anything about the show or anything. But his conversation was that of a cool person. But behind all that was something else. The men I've ran into in my life, when they spoke to you angry, it was angry. When they spoke to you nice, it's because they was cool. How they spoke is how they spoke, and that was solid. But nowadays, you might talk to a dude, he may be talking like me, and behind his voice is sadness. Is him angry, or vice versa, dude angry, he really want to cry. Like, you never know what these dudes out there. So, again, like, when it comes to women and dudes being intimidated, yeah. But on the flip, too. I know situations where women make a lot of money and the dude don't make so much and he accepts it. But then when the woman gets mad at the dude, the first thing come out of her mouth is how much money she make. Oh, she out. belittles the dude. She belittles See, the dude. That's petty. But that that's happens petty. a lot. So um, when the dude gets upset, the female's response to that is, oh, you're intimidated that I make more money than you. You see what I'm saying? And it ain't so, that you intimidated, it's the way that you talk. I don't even discuss it's it. It's how you put it. You see what I'm saying? So now you're spinning it a different way, making mm -hmm. it seem like he's intimidated. He's not intimidated. Yep. By I him. agree with that. It's just the fact y'all got into it about whatever it could be. You were you sorry, y'all. And all of a sudden, this is what you do. You know what I mean? So it's always a... Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always a flip side to that. What's the, what's the other question? We'll be here all day with you. All right, next question. Do you believe a woman should be submissive Ooh. before marriage or during? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I asked this question earlier, but I didn't... Uh, I didn't really plan on answering it myself, but I can't. Uh, I feel like a woman should be submissive before marriage, but also I feel like a woman can't submit to a man who doesn't make her feel safe. And when I say safe, that doesn't necessarily mean, let's think if you're jumping off, you know how they used to do that, uh, that, that exercise where they have you hold your arms across your chest there's a bunch of people behind you and you like fall backwards and they're supposed to catch you yeah that, to me is a prime example of submission that is a woman folding her arms putting everything in her and she's falling backwards and she's trusting you as a man to catch her hold her up right. be her support right so when I say safe, that's what I mean because that person that fell backwards, they feel safe because they know the people behind them, they trust them. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So mm -hmm. trust is a big thing. So it's like a woman has to be able to trust a man to be able to submit to him. If she can't trust him with finances, if she can't feel like I can go out here and, you know, I might not feel good one day. Maybe, I, you know, I need to 
no rest for one day. At least I can know as a woman that I can take a rest and rest my body of dealing with the kids because I know this dude, he got us. I'm working because I don't want to mm-hmm. be a stay-at-home mom. I got goals of my own and he loves me and respects me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm working. I'm not working to make sure I get the rent money. I'm not working to make sure I pay for this and that because he got that. That's the safety man. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like when I talk about my safety net. So, yeah. I think (laughs) this word submission is such a, a, like, a bad word. When it comes, why do y'all dislike that word? It was like four women that said that. I know. I don't have a word. I don't have a problem with the word. I personally don't have a problem. Um, I think that. Just as you said, women need a safety net and they need to feel like it's okay for them to just let the man protect, be the priest, provider, protector, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going into a marriage, the husband or the man has to have a real good definition of what submission means yeah and i I think some women take submission as okay i gotta obey him i gotta do whatever he say i gotta you know you know i gotta ask him first i gotta you know that kind of thing um yeah, uh, but that's how that's how a lot of women think and it was you know I had somebody, it was weird for them. When I first got married, they were like, you want to go blah, blah, blah here? And I was like, okay, let me check with, let me check with my husband first. And they're like, I'm like, I'm not asking for permission. I'm checking to see if one, if we got something going on, if it's all right, if it's, you know, that kind of thing. That to me didn't seem like that I was, you know, oh, let me ask my husband for permission. That was me being considerate of, okay, let me make sure my home is good before I go out and do whatever it is that I'm going to, you know, go do. Do you see that? Yeah, I'm going to go to that one next because I'm going to go. Good. She had another question too. Um, And so... I saw women going back and forth with you on there because of the word submission. And Mm -hmm. I feel, and it was one girl who said exactly what I I honestly believe. If your spouse or your dude or whomever is following the Lord, God first, I feel like it will be so easy to submit to them because if he is following God, God, then everything else is gonna fall into place. There was women when it, they said that a, a man is supposed to submit to a woman, and there is where no. me and a lot of the women were having disagreements. One one female, Mariah, I think was her name, really cool person. It's just I like to debate with her because everything she debates everything. But she was saying how I took it. She was saying oh, a woman should submit to a man, and a man should submit to a woman. Now, I see what she was trying to say. What she was trying to say. Equal opportunists is what she was trying Mm -hmm. to say. Yeah, but see, if you want to think about how a lot of these women want, a lot of women want a man to take care of them. Okay, this goes into the question I asked him a long time ago. Well, if you had a man that was 
doing all these things for you and want to take care of you as a woman what do you feel your role would be that yeah. thing kind of showed me she you feel like you want a man with some stature to submit to you that's that's not how that works if you want to live that mm -hmm. old school lifestyle okay this is how that old school lifestyle go this brother is not going to submit to it. you mm -hmm. okay? right. he's not going and to take care of everything else it's not going to happen okay mm -hmm. and this is the lifestyle that you want to live a lot of these women want you want this man to be what you this is what you want well, that this is what sounds kind of particular man me. you have to think mm -hmm. about that people's weak. grandfathers. You'll never see them old school grandfathers just just bowing down. It, it don't have not the old school ones. It's some punks. No, you wrong. It's some punks. But most of them, most of the old school ones, well, they ain't bad bowing down to that. But then, then they got no. them. That wife is like you. The wife, she's not a punk. She just knows. Okay, if I'm about to go somewhere with miss rosa down the street let me call and make sure ernest is okay with this because ernest needs to know where i'm at for one just right. in case anything happened because when you get into a relationship when you get into a marriage you're not thinking about yourself no more and that's, that's why a lot else. of women they 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 took the intimidated word it's not intimidated there's so many women that have this thing where they feel they need to be independent in a dependent situation and that's not how things work because a man shouldn't have to battle with you to be the man because right. a lot of women will get what to do and they want to do everything the man do well why do you need a man if you only need him yeah. for his sex they sell whole stores for that don't waste my time <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's best that women learn that because you you can't a lot of women don't understand <laughs> They, they they don't know the definition of certain words like intimidating and submissive all these there's so many different definitions and i think women sometimes twist them to fit well they do and they twist it to fit what is comfortable well, for, for them, them basically um a headstrong woman who has an issue with authority is not gonna wanna get with a man and be like, oh, I gotta be submissive to him. Yeah, but do you know, do you know how headstrong woman shouldn't even be in a sentence together? It like, shouldn't, but- Yeah, but you think about how people grew up- I don't know, because I'm a little, little strong boy, kid, I've been told. But there's a reason why- But not with a man. That. Like I said, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> she was about to make me. She was about to make me steer the bus off the tour to Britney Drive, y'all. <laughs> I was gonna steer the bus off, but we we gonna okay. stay on the street. Here, I got one for you from Amber. Okay, I ain't gonna even tell you what it say. I'm, can you see the stuff on the screen? Do you? We're gonna go to you by yourself. Me by myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Can you see that? Yes, I do. I All right. So I'm going to read it out loud for the sake of our um, audio listeners. Do you okay. think a woman should trust a man when he will continue to lie? Take it away. <laughs> Interesting. How do you feel about that? And I also want you to answer Okay. in your previous 12 relationships. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> Interesting. Do I think a woman should trust a man when he continues to lie? 
Well, a man will only do to you what you allow him to do. And I don't think, I think women have a, a twisted view of what happiness is. Like if you're happy with this dude and you've accepted the fact that he lies to you, you you've accepted that fact, you're cool with that, be happy through you. Because evidently, if you keep going back to him, something about him you care about, or or there's something about you that's attracting that line that well, I'm sorry, that line brother. There's something about you that's attracting that type of brother. So, no, you shouldn't trust a man that does that because that doesn't make sense. Why would you trust a man who does that unless that man is showing you that he's willing to change? Most women choose to forgive a dude before he even shows them that he's willing to change. You give up too quick. You give in way too quick. And you got to set standards. Set boundaries. Most men, if you ask them, they don't even know what to make their woman really leave. Because they've done so much to the woman that she's still there. So when I mentioned it before, a woman becomes a man's trampoline. Meaning he can jump as far as he wants to in the sky and try to reach for anything in the sky because he knows he'll never hit the ground. Because of the trampoline. So, no, you shouldn't trust that man unless that man is giving you reason to believe he's going to change or that he is trying to change. Because there's no man on this earth that says he wants to be alone. So, when a man gets to that point, he wants to be with a woman, he's going to do what he has to do to be with that woman. Just like you've seen a lot of dudes that grew up as hood dudes. And they wanted to be with that Caucasian woman. You see how they live their life now? It's very different. He conformed to be with that woman. He don't be in the hood no more. He hang out with her and her people. He's completely out the way. Completely different guy. Because a man will configure to what he wants. When Let's go on to my questions. Oh, go ahead. I'm with that. I don't think I see anything else. You ready to go on to my questions? Yep, go ahead. What's your question? The questions that I asked earlier. I thought you had already put them in. No, you didn't. Right, but do you remember those questions I had earlier? Okay, I have one while she's looking at hers. Okay. Um, What made you go away from your um, player days? Um, At one point on one of our last episodes, I can't remember which one, you was talking about how at one point you were talking to or dealing with 12 women at one time yeah. so what first of all why 12 and then what kind of made you outside of I guess growing up what kind of made you steer away from that lifestyle okay the reason that I had so many females I was dealing with was because I didn't want to be with just one. And I had an idea of the type of female I wanted physically, emotionally, the whole nine. And all of those women, to me, made a perfect female. 
most of them I didn't even have their names. Mm. I had them saved as emojis. And that's how I was able to remember certain conversations because of their emoji. Emojis? So, that's how I was. Yeah. Or nicknames. No, I was going to say nicknames, okay, but emojis. Hey, <laughs> I had a bow. Yeah. I had oh, a bow. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So it's like if a, if a female. Emojis, place I met you, or why I remember, will remember you. Yeah, like if I had one where um, she was in school. So her emoji was the little school, like the, the graduating lady and like a heart. You know, oh. so I, know, I knew it was her. So to me, they all made up the perfect female because I had a thing where I couldn't just be the one. So that all stemmed from weird, just childhood stuff. You know what I mean? Like when you have, when you grow up and you don't really see that type of relationship, I can't really say in my family that we have a lot of married people, you know what I mean? So a lot of people in solid relationships, there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of that. Um, plus, you know, me having the, the mother issues and the dad issues and all of that mess, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, I had a really twisted view of women, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, I dealt with the female. That's, that was right after the case. I had a female completely and blatantly lie and put a case on me. And this was the female I was dealing with, but she ended up putting this case on me. So it kind of made me not even really respect women in a way. Because right. so, if, if you respect something, you wasn't treated a certain way. I, I didn't really respect her. And I didn't respect women. So I kind of just used them how I needed them. So that was kind of my mindset then. Yeah, that sounds but, familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds real familiar. Really that brings familiar. us to our, my questions, though. What is that? That brings us to my questions, like even more in depth, because we, 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 um, which also kind of ties us into our our other theme for today, our other conversation mm-hmm. for today. Um, why are you not with your child's first? Of your first child's mother, knowing what you this, and I only ask this because I, I hold on, let me get on. I only ask this because why? Because I grew up without my father, not because he didn't want to be there, but because he died. So knowing what Okay, knowing what you knew about your, like I said, I grew up without my father, not by choice, but because he passed away early. Knowing what you knew about your parents' relationship, why are you not with your first child's mother? Did you not want to be better for your son or you weren't thinking about it then? Like, why are you not with your first child's mother? Okay. Um, I got with my son's mother when I was like 18. Okay. Um, it was very pretty much was really really young uh, that situation was started off as a Captain Sabo type of situation I had this thing where I wanted to kind of mm-hmm. save every female because of the things I seen with my mother so I tried to save every female and it just wasn't possible so she had this weird story about what happened to her and it was all a lie but I ended up dealing with her for like five years and 
during the course of that, she lied about pregnancies, the whole nine. You know what I mean? So we had a very rough situation. So towards the end, um, we ended up splitting. My son was born in May of 2010. Uh, I went and got us a crib. It used to be called Westlake Apartments back then. I got her a crib. We was trying to move in in September. And the day came to move in, I found out that she had been dealing with a dude she introduced me to. Okay. This guy cut my Is her cousin. No. Her bro. This was... <laughs> That's how they do. She used to dance in hair shows at a beauty shop. He worked there cutting hair. Now, to say now, mm -hmm. he's cool now. Me and him are solid now. Good dude. You know what I mean? But she was dealing with him during me and her relationship and while she was pregnant. So I needed a barber one day. And how, you know, I really met dude was because she had introduced me to him. He cut my hair. So I continue to be around homie the whole time, not knowing they were dealing with each other. She's pregnant. Wow. So once the baby he knew you was pregnant, he knew she was pregnant with your baby. Or they, she didn't, he didn't she know. Introduced that. me. Okay. Like I was around the shop. They all knew me and her were together, knew she was pregnant. Everyone knew. So that's how I was introduced. My nickname to all of them was Baby Daddy. Hold my drink so I can fight real quick. Hold my drink. <laughs> so they knew. Hold my drink. past. So we, I continued to hang around, dude, not knowing the whole time this is what was transpired. So even after all of Sneaky that, links. I tried to continue to make it work with her. I tried. Even though we broke up, she was living with, dealing with dude. We had broke up. I continued to try to deal with her. She came around, she chill. You know, I tried, I wanted that because I wanted to be- Oh, so you was in that Lottie eye with Tish them same two Boom. years. She, Boom. she didn't that know was, what was going on. That was me. Well, yeah. Oh, but okay. I can't, can I can't fully put it on her though, okay? Because at that time I was in college and she wasn't. And you know, when you come in as a dude, as a freshman, life, you know, and you living on campus, it's just, you know, it's a lot of temptation, right? So I did a lot of things during the course of our relationship. I, I can honestly say I grew Where'd up on her. University of Indianapolis. Well, well Ashley. Oh, that's how I met her. Yeah. So oh, I didn't I, know that. Oh, that's, what's up. Yeah, that's how I met her. But uh yeah, we just didn't work out. You know, you can try, you could try and try and try. Just it did not work out. I'll never speak ill. Do you, do you feel like that affected you, you, you and your child's relationship? Of course, because my son, I used to talk to him when he was in her stomach. You know, what I, mean? I used to tap her stomach. Like I was one of them type of people. Like I was one of them dads. You know what I mean? So when my son came out, his crib was next to the bed. Like there was no space between the bed and his crib. He slept next to me. You know what I mean? So when he would come over to my crib, I used to have him all during the week. Sometimes during the weekend, I had him a lot. And then when she really got in her feelings, all of that stopped. So mm. it got to a point where it was going six months, seven months. I didn't hear from 
him. And then I got shot like a year after that. And she wouldn't, I didn't hear from her until she called and said something like, oh, I heard you uh, was out there shooting at somebody. And da, 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 da. Like, I just hope you don't bring that around your son. Boo, 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 boo. Mind you, this is nothing. Not, am I okay? Nothing. This is her mindset. So you can't co-parent with a person at this point in life. So I'm still stuck in my mind that I can still try to make it work with her. Even though she's showing me in every way she don't care. So when I hear a female mm-hmm. say something along those lines that, you know, like the woman asks, can I trust the man who continues to lie? Well, sweetheart, when people have been hurt and damaged, there's a lot of things you'll do that you people won't look at as normal. But when you've mm-hmm. been damaged so much, you normalize the damage. Where it becomes Ooh, uncomfortable that's good. And men sometimes right. go through the same thing. So I tried and tried and tried with that girl and it just did not go anywhere. And it got really sour when mm-hmm. I moved on and got in another serious relationship. And from there, that was 2011 when I started dealing with her, like in the middle. And she stopped me from seeing my son for about a year. And we ended up having to take her to court. And we had to take her to court for visitation. That's how I found that as a father, you do have rights. You just have to go downtown. You just have to read about certain things. Like just because a woman breaks up with you, she has the kid. You do have rights. If you sign that birth certificate, you got a DNA test. You have rights to your child because she's going to try to put you on child right. support. So there's there's things you can do as a father. But again, even through all of this. I would have still been with my son's mother. I did not mm-hmm. give up hope completely, completely with my son's mother until 2015. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. To ask her. Why'd you wait? Why'd you wait so long? Because I feel like I'm be. It might sound crazy. I dealt with my son's mother from 2005 to 2010. I can honestly say it took me about four years to completely heal from that situation mm-hmm. and during those four years of healing from that situation I destroyed a lot of women which I'm is sure. why I'm able to tell y'all the stories I'm able to tell y'all because the best teacher is experienced so I've experienced a lot a lot I agree the women I've dealt with I, I'm telling you I was so crazy with it like i i literally will watch waiting to exhale and study how the women moved in their situation i would sit and watch how to be a player not so much for the stuff he was doing with the women but the type of women they were Mm. and the movie that really i studied the most was like I said, it was waiting to exhale. Most men wouldn't watch it, but to me, it's one of my favorite movies because that's how calculated I was with dealing with females. I knew how to deal with them because every woman was different. So, so yeah, I, I was horrible. <laughs> when you when you started to study women, mm-hmm. did you use that to your advantage to manipulate? manipulate and to get what you wanted and to 
Mm-hmm. You know, during those four years, even longer after that, I destroyed a whole lot of females. That's what he said. He destroyed a whole lot of women. Oh yeah, he did say that. Destroyed. But you know what? You know what? You say that, and in the same context, that was the reason. Like, and this was me. Like all the way up until I had KJ, I was like, I asked my son's father. I said, "Don't sign the birth certificate." Do not sign a birth certificate at the hospital. I want us to get a DNA test. I told my mom, I said, I want the lawyer there and I want the DNA people there. Do not let him sign that birth certificate until we get the DNA because I don't want no questions later. I don't want us to get in no argument or get mad and then you want to try to throw some DNA in my face. Don't sign it. He refused to let me leave the hospital. With Let him leave the hospital with my last name. I understand that. Cause I gave, I because he's a junior. But, but my thing is, after them, I was like, you got ninety days to get him tested before I can change his name. If we leave this hospital, and pe- some people said I was bitter or I was mean, but I felt like this was a good thing because I had already said before we leave this hospital, I said before you change his name to yours or you sign his birth certificate, get him tested. If you test him after we leave this hospital and you sign this birth certificate, I'm changing his name. Point blank period. Because I want him to be named Cameron. KJ name should be Cameron. By me. And, but that's what I'm saying. That's like, that's, I was like, I don't feel like it's being bitter. I gave you a whole 90 days. We, we can leave here and go directly to the health department and get him tested so that you can know that he is yours so we won't have this conversation at all. You felt and knew that he was yours. Mm-hmm. He probably saw him when he came out and was like, this <laughs> he did. is my child. Everybody did. I said, mm-hmm. I said, there's there's no DNA to say that he's like even today, like literally today, people that know that he is who his father is was like, oh my God. He is just like his dad. He looks like him, he walks like him, he talks and acts like him. But but that was my thing. Like, I don't feel like that was me being bitter. That was me being firm on what I said. Like, do it now. Don't try to do it when you feel like doing it or when you feel like it's necessary. I'm trying to be preventative from, from my heartache and your pain. I don't want to be known as bitter. And I don't want you to be known as, or are you trying to say I'm hiding or ducking from anything? Marilyn said, what was your angle for that, though? Was it a question or something? No, oh, no, 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 no. From day one, I knew who my son's father was. If I didn't know what color the sky was, let me tell you something, Marilyn. Baby girl, I laid in the hospital for 13 weeks with my son. If I didn't know nothing else, I knew who my son's father was. I literally got pregnant the day he caught the case that he is in prison for right now. I got pregnant the day he got out. If you trace it back and look at it. I literally got pregnant that day. So I already knew who my son's father was. Plus, I wasn't messing around with anybody during that same time. So I already knew who my son's father was. But, so was my thing so behind it for me was... Why you was pressing so hard for the DNA if he's already saying that he knew. So that's what would make a person feel like, he, okay, you pressing for DNA. Like, is there something else to it? Like, why are you pressing no, so hard? No, I would have been I guess yeah. you wouldn't My son has... My son's father has other children. So if anything was to happen to my son's father, as far as anything goes, I just wanted it to already be out the way of knowing. 
I don't like it wasn't just for me. I mean, I already knew who my son's father was. It was for him. I don't like arguments that don't have to happen. Right. Right. Make like sense. that was an unnecessary argument that never needed to happen. I knew who my son's father was, but I just wanted to already guarantee before we leave here. One thing you can't say is who my son's father is. You we can argue and talk about anything else because we're not married. So he wasn't obligated to sign or have his last name. Make so sense. I didn't, I just wanted to make sure that barrier was never there between us. And make guess sense. what? One or a couple, uh, uh, a few weeks later or night 120 days out he ended up saying that he wanted a dna test i said that's fine but his name is going to be cameron when you get through with it okay i get that i argue that but that's just me because i'll be trying to avoid those type of things even if he was to die that to die the day after i had him I didn't want a baby mom to say, well, we don't even know if that's his or not. Or you know how big people be, or the grandma be like, I don't feel like I got that connection. Well, they never said that and they never felt that way. They knew that my son was his. When he came out and they saw him, they thought my son was his father at, 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 as an infant. So, but. Yeah. They said, do I think I, it affected my relationship with my son? Yeah, it definitely does. I We don't get to see my son as much as I want to. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, we don't. We don't get to see him as much as I want to. Um, I think I have him this weekend. You know what I mean? But before this weekend, I hadn't seen him in a. It's been a while, and mm. um, I uh, been trying to text his phone, call his phone, and goes to voicemail. So basically, how I deal with my son is I deal with him through his grandmother because his mother, mm-hmm. she has this thing where it's been like this. Literally, my son turns 11 May 14th. It's been like this for almost 11 years. I call her phone, it goes to voicemail. But when I text her phone, it says delivered. Now, I didn't know what that meant. So I had a female shine and she told me- She, she got said, you blocked. Oh, no, it's not blocked, it's on do not disturb. She has numbers that are not saved. To where, you know, when they call her phone, they're not inside her call, they're not inside her contacts. They go to do not disturb so she'll get the notification okay. when she goes to look but her phone won't ring see what i'm saying yeah uh, it's a silent go silence unknown numbers she had me like that for years i didn't even know her address until shoot this either this year or the end of last year i think it was the end of last year is when i finally got her address she she wouldn't tell me wow. where I just was, and so when I tried to call my son, she feel threatened by you, or what was that about? I don't know. No, I don't know where I don't be around her to be threatened by her. It's hard to be threatened by me. I don't be around her. We don't talk. So me and her would have to have that type of relationship for her to be threatened. I can't even put her in that position because mm-hmm. I don't talk. We don't talk. She don't talk to me. So. When we, uh, I tried to reach my son here, and it's been about three weeks I was trying to reach him. And I ended up going live about kind of like that situation, but tried to reach him and couldn't get through. So I ended up hitting her up, texted her. She replied back and said, I said, well, is he in trouble? She said, oh yeah, he in trouble. I said, well, hmm, you should let me know what's going on. Cause you know, I'm his father. So if he's acting up at your house, let me know. Cause he's a boy, let me, let me talk to him. Her words were, 
if I couldn't handle it, I'd say something. When something goes on in my house, is at my house. You worry about him at your house. That's what she told me. So I said, what you mean? She said, well, if he gets into something or does something over here, gets whatever he does, I'll deal with it. He goes to your house, you deal with it at your house. I said, so basically what you're saying is, when my son is with you, I'm not his parent unless it's my territory. I didn't hear about nothing else from her again. So when I got to setting up my pictures and stuff for him, we're doing that Sunday. Um, I'll be picking him up from his grandmother. But I ended up texting her and told her about the pictures. She replied back immediately. And she was just more, oh, I'm getting this pictures taken too now on around his birthday. Uh, just make sure that you let me know the color. You know, da, 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 da. Now, I know you're not getting no pictures taken. I know you're not. It's just the fact that I don't know what you, you, you're trying to be petty. I don't know what your deal is. But mm -hmm. it's it's hard to co-parent with a hurt ex-girlfriend or a hurt ex-boyfriend. Because a hurt mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend is not even thinking like a parent. That's why you can't say you mm -hmm. can't co-parent with a bitter baby daddy. There's no such thing. He's still a baby daddy in some way, shape, or form because you still give him that title. If he wasn't a baby daddy at all, he'd be your ex-boyfriend. But in some way, shape, form, or fashion, he's still a daddy to your kid for you to call him a baby daddy. With her, mm -hmm. she's a mother. I can't knock her as a mother. It's just hard to co-parent with her. It truly is. And but I some people, like you know, it's it's easier. It's stemmed from our relationship. Let me let, let me let me cut in there because my son's father and I, you know, we we have a relationship, even though he's behind bars as far as our son goes. And yeah. we have that conversation a lot of times, and I'm like, he started treating me bad, and then and it's not that I want to take our son away. It's just that I be needing a break. But the only way for you to talk to our four-year-old son is for you to talk to me to give the phone to him. Right. And so, I, I, I mean, it, it, but you, he's 11. He should be able to talk for himself and without her. But well, sometimes also I, don't, I don't think that it's always bitter. I just think you be need, sometimes you need a break. You shouldn't be taking six months, eight months, year breaks from somebody that you have a child with. No matter what your emotions I agree with that. Because at that point, you, what you're doing is you're doing that for yourself. You're thinking about your emotion. And too many mothers do that. Fathers too. They don't know how to separate their own feelings and emotions from their kids. It's like, yes, you may be mad at him. Yes, you may mm -hmm. see all these bad qualities in him. But if you went to your son or your daughter, they do not see that in that man. Okay, so you can't mm -hmm. try to treat this man a certain way or say things about this man in front of this child because this child don't see that in this man. So when it comes to my son, right. whatever she sees in me, my son don't see that. And he's never seen that. So I'm telling you, when I say like the thing she says my son does over there with her, he's never in his entire life done with me. I can name on less than three fingers how many times I even had to put my hands on my son in his whole entire life because he don't act like that with me so I feel like that mm -hmm. all stems from again when you start to having that single parent household because 
even though she has another dude and that's who she's been with the the guy who she cheated she still kind of deals with him so again he's real cool oh, dude. okay well that's a plus minus yeah you know but that's it's a, a plus it's a, minus at least it's a it's a plus because you say yeah you know <laughs> He's been around my son for a long time to the point where I can honestly say co-parenting with him is even easy. Because the brothers, like, and I feel like if it was more so like that, like if a dude has a baby by a woman, the woman, and, uh, you know, if he marries somebody, his wife, his baby mother should be on talking terms. They should be cool because y'all family now. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like if a dude is with a female and he considers this female somebody he's about to be engaged to, about to be married with, this is somebody he's with, established like that. I want her to know who my son's mother is. I want y'all to meet. You know what I mean? Because this is who's going to be around your kid. You should want to know who's going to be around your kids. That shows the type of parent you Hello! But Even so divorced couples, pay attention. There's so many women that don't think like that. And in and, and nowadays it's more so of a Me man too. problem. Because I know one female in particular, her child's father makes co-parenting hard because of the guy she's dealing with. He doesn't want to come around. He does and the guy's like, Well, you know, I'm gonna be around your daughter. I've been around her for years, you know what I mean? Two years. Hey, I wanna meet you. Let's rap, bro. Let's let's talk. The guy has not got over his boyfriend emotions yet to realize he's a father. So he's not mm-hmm. affecting the dude. He's affecting his child. So again, it goes back to the fact mm-hmm. of you become a bitter ex-boyfriend at this point because you're not even thinking about your child. And now that you hear the mother mm-hmm. has completely moved on, this brother is so... Like, when I say... I've seen some bitter things in my life, but I never thought they would come from a man. So when I, and there's so many dudes like y'all buddy at the thing, oh man, you know, you always talk about a woman's point of view because brother, I've done so much to women. I've seen a woman's point of view in so many ways. Like I've done a lot. So to watch brothers do some of the things they do baffles me. To watch a brother, Come to his child's mother's house from out of town to visit. The brother waits until the baby mama falls asleep. He goes in her closet in her living room where she had her male friend's clothes because he had just moved and he was going to get his clothes. The baby daddy finds the clothes and throws them all in the trash compactor. Now, mind you, the dude is not there. Now, these is all his court documents his kid pictures his wow. clothes his shoes every piece of clothing that that man had over that house that he didn't bring with him was now inside the trash compactor by the time the man comes back to check on his clothes the baby daddy's gone kicker is the man looking for a pair of Jordans that he knew was in the closet the whole time the baby daddy stole them and planned on keeping them. Bitter female stuff. But this is what this brother was doing. And the fast forward, the brother, he moved here. 
He seen she stayed. Let's just use for instance. She stays on 86th Street. This is how close he moved. Let's say she stays on 86th in Michigan. He moved on 81st in Michigan. He came from out of town and strategically found a place that was close to hers. Come on. That's stalkerish. For real, for real. Strategically did it with so it's within walking distance. Fast forward from that situation. The man all of a sudden is raining like cats and dogs outside. The man walks from his house in the rain to her house and knocks on her door and tells her he wants to talk and he don't want to go home until she takes him home. This is a and true would story. not leave. This is I cannot make this up. <laughs> This is not a woman doing this. This is a man doing this. A man doing this. That got on my nerves with you telling the story. And you wasn't even there. And it's bothering you. A man did this to the point where she had to have her friend take this man home. Now, as I'm naming all these situations, do you notice none of them has to do with his child? Not one has to do with his child. So now it's gotten to the point where this brother, I agree. This brother had ha- moved and got a really good. India said, "This is all Tyler Perry story." Tyler Perry. No, this is real life. The man moved here and got a twenty-some dollar hour job, and because the man cannot be with this woman still, we got a good job. We're gonna pay some child support now. Crazy thing with that. She tried to put him on child support because the man would say things like, because you're dealing with the new guy, you can have him pay for it. Okay. So these are some of the things that's bitter things. Crazy. That like that's say. what I don't understand. He ain't got nothing to do with your child. But I'm going to tell you how God works. And you wonder why I'm out here getting money. You wonder why I make more works. than you. How God works is so funny because God will bless you but at the same time. He'll show you that if you don't do right by your kids, you will have nothing. And that goes for a woman and a man. If you don't do right by your kids, you will lose everything. That man had a two-bedroom apartment up the street, I told you, from where she lived at. He got him a good-paying job, got him a car. He was doing well for himself. He started to neglect his child due to his emotion. Got into a car wreck. Mm -hmm. His car Asked, had to ask the same person who was being so mean to his baby mother for rides to help to bring his daughter and she was doing it all okay dude gets another car god don't like ugly when you're supposed to get your kids and you don't get them you ignore your kids phone calls to go see a female so god don't like ugly you getting another car wreck so now the brother ends up staying and getting his own career like we said and his parents and his whole family move in and none of them working oh, so now man. your whole household is becoming a weight on you so now we fast forward to recently the man now has quit his job the man now is getting ready to move out of town and says he does not feel he needs to tell his child that he's leaving because it won't affect her. How does that work? This all came out of a man's mouth. So, again, when you hear that brother at your thing say, 
You only tell a woman's point of view. Brother, brother, brother. You and that baby daddy must know each other. Because the same type of behavior <laughs> a man showed me is <laughs> the same behavior that baby daddy showed. Just a bunch of female emotion. No man should act that way. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. All of our internet are messing up. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. No man should act that way. <laughs> yeah, do that. That was good. So, um, so, I would like to, I mean, we can let yeah, our viewers you? know your current life. You're no longer mm -hmm. a player. You're one woman, man. What you got going on in your life right now, but You know? Well, me? Life's good? Life's good, but you know, I'm going, I still have my, my, my transgressions I deal with. But, you know, I can say that because I want to be where I want to be, I'm doing the right thing to make sure I can reach that level. I have my transgressions, but you know, I'm trying to make that work. Um, I can honestly say it's a lot better than what it used to be. But that's gross. I mean, yeah. if you were, I don't know how old you were at that point, but if you were 25 year old, right at 33 and still doing the same things, that would be yeah. a huge problem. Yeah. And man, if I was a man, life would be so different. But at that particular time, again, I was comfortable. So I still catch myself, you know, I text females here and there. Like I, I would still catch myself doing certain things yeah. like that. But, um, you know, I'm still at a point where I know where I'm trying to get. It just sometimes can be difficult when you're used to living a certain way. And again, that's something that I'm choosing to work on. And that's why when that young lady asked that question, like, should you trust a dude that lies? It's like, okay, my like, if the man is showing you something, yeah, it's up to you. You definitely should. But if the man is not showing you anything different, no. So again, it all comes to how happy you want to be. And I know a lot of people, they look, they might look at a situation like, oh, well, you know, a dude saying he's all who he is, like, how could somebody deal with him? Well, that's because a person that deals with me is honestly a strong person, but they also got to know me. They know me for who I am, and they also know me for who I'm trying to be. Whereas most females will get to know somebody for who they're trying to be. They don't get to know the person that is in front of them. So, no, friendship was built. So it's easier to have ups and downs with a friend than it is with somebody who didn't build a friendship with. 
a lot of relationships are built and there is no foundation there is no no friendship so it's like when y'all argue or y'all have trouble with each other y'all quick to break up and leave each other alone because y'all don't even have a friendship y'all can't even deal with each other mm-hmm. like, i can honestly say people thought me and Brittany was in a relationship for about two years now another Brittany. But it's so crazy because if somebody was to go and ask Brittany two years ago, are we together? She'd say no. Because it's crazy, Brittany. Ashley and me was the because same Because they was way. out. They was out. But I'm saying, Ashley and me was the same way at one point. Thank you. Because at one point, people thought me and That's her That's what I said. Together. I agree. Yeah. They thought me and her were together. She was around my family, my auntie. She still calls my auntie, Auntie Felicia. They still and we used to have fun over there too. Facts. They still hang with each other to this day. You know what I mean? Like my aunt still calls her her niece. You know what I mean? Like she was around like that. To where, man, it was pretty much dang near like this situation with Britain. It's just it didn't the relationship didn't come from it. But it was the exact same thing. But I could say during all that time. Me and Ashley had our tidbits or whatever the case was, but the reason we was able to still be cool is because we had a friendship. So you always got something to fall back on. So you even need that in a marriage. That's why when people get married, it's best they friends first. Because even without the marriage, you gotta be able to be a friend with this person. very important very so, very yeah, very everything is good yeah, everything is good it's all right cool well thank you for answering our questions today uncle ray oh yeah for real um this has been a real fun it has um next week Let's talk about what we're going to talk about this week, next week. As far as relationships, I think that'll be a good two parent versus one parent household. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Um, if you guys like our podcast, which I get that you do because you're here every week. Thank you. If you could go on to either our Facebook group and put in a review Please. about the podcast. If you are an Apple listener, and even if you don't listen to podcasts on Apple, if you can just go onto the podcast app, look up the British Chronicles podcast and scroll over and give it five stars and then put a comment on there. Bye-bye. We're trying to put out our um, podcast and kind of give it um, Apple is really the only one that you can really rate right now though so if you're an Apple listener just go on there and drop five stars you can put we love your podcast that that can be all like we don't need a whole lot Um, we're just um, trying to expand our audience and know that like you guys are listening in our taking heed or liking what we're doing and we want to hear from you so we want your feedback we want your comments uh, we want your topic suggestions we want your questions we want all of that um 
So, yeah, if y'all can do that rest, that would be great. Please, please. Thank y'all to another episode of the British Chronicles podcast with Brit and Tish and oh my God, Uncle Ray. Yeah, I'm still here, but you just messed it up. That's okay. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next. Yeah. He's in Harlem shape. We wait on you. We was trying to get you to, you know, say all right. Uncle Ray. That's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, we said it for you. You guys have a great night. Bye.